0: The way we power the world is changing and you can help lead that change with Chevron Renewable Energy Group's Endura Fuels, a complete line of high quality bio-based diesel solutions for fleet, marine and rail that enables reduced carbon intensity and improved engine performance, all while helping you work towards profitability targets. Join us as we lead the way toward a lower carbon future now.
1: There is over a trillion dollars of waste in supply chains today. The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates are taking very seriously. To meet these objectives, they're gonna have to take into consideration. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Net Zero Carbon. This is the show at Freight Waves, where we deep dive on decarbonization, usually through a lens of freight, fuels, and energy. Today, I've got the pleasure of being joined by Tashia Malakasis, the CEO of The Company Lab. Tashia, how are you? I'm doing great, Tyler. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pumped for this one because it's in real life. Yes. So we get to have the conversation face-to-face, which yes. is a rarity these days. Uh, but I'm also pumped because you guys are doing something really unique and new here in the city. But the company lab is not a new entity. So why don't we start there yeah. with a little bit of your background yes. and background on the company lab?
0: yeah, yeah. So the company lab's been around um, in Chattanooga for about 10 years, just over 10 years, solely focused on helping startups scale their businesses. So we've had a number of different focuses over those 10 years, most of which has been a generalist focus. So businesses that are, that are looking to scale, we provide certain resources for those, access to capital, access to mentorship, access to programming, voice, Etc. cetera, talent. And we have decided recently, though, that a focus on sustainable mobility is the is the exact right place that we need to be, given given our, our location in Chattanooga and the strength of industry here.
1: Well, you know I love that topic <laughs> and that focus, so we'll deep dive into that as well. But I gotta know a little bit more about your story. How did yeah. you come to the company? What was your yeah. background before? Yeah, yeah, why yeah. why yeah. the focus on startups?
0: This is Tashia 3.0, yeah. really. So um, the first... I guess third of my career, I was in internet technology space, specifically digital advertising tech. So um, all with startups, built those companies up, half a dozen, and sold to larger public companies. The last exit I had was a rich media technology company with some DoubleClick alum that we we built up and sold to Gannett. And then I was sort of in the newspaper business, which was not going to (laughs) last long for me. So exited that and then had, here's Tashia. 2.0, I actually followed my passion, which is food, went to culinary school and and looking for something to pour that passion into. But as a product person, I I ended up finding a a cheese company in New York that was based in my home state of Alabama, went home, acquired that business, scaled that, and then had my last exit two years ago. So I was trying to be retired, Tyler, so, um, which didn't, I wasn't very good at it. Um, (laughs) That didn't last long. Entrepreneurs, (laughs) usually are. So I knew it wouldn't last long. And then I found out about the company lab and joined as CEO last, the end of last summer and took some time really to look around and understand Chattanooga resources and strengths and 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 then presented to the board at the end of last year. I really believe that this is, needs to be our focus for scaling businesses because of the industry strength and research strength that we have here in Chattanooga. So 3.0. So, I'm so excited now I'm for 3.0. Yeah, sustainable mobility, you know, so tech, yeah. cheese, it's the it's the perfect segue, don't Well, you think? there's
1: definitely a learning curve <laughs> jumping into that. So I'm excited. Um, you guys have a summit going on. Actually this week, we're filming this on yes. Tuesday, May 9th. And yes. in the next couple of days, we'll yes. have entrepreneurs, investors, uh, university students, and the city coming together to start learning about what the company lab is doing and really learning about Chattanooga as a city, what we can offer to that specific space, sustainable mobility, but not just sustainable mobility. So talk a little bit to me about the summit, um, what we covered, because this will air posthumously oh, for the yes, summit, yes, so yes. talk about what uh, what we're gonna get out of that as the city.
0: Yes, so so three days of programming and event, mostly on the 10th, and we have a special guest here with us um, during the time, which is Steve Case, who has, Um, certainly led the charge for investing outside of the coast and and the reasons for that. And Chattanooga has been, you know, moniker as the the Silicon Valley of freight, which coined by Steve Case is, I think he's the perfect person to have with us to celebrate that. So we will be celebrating the strength of Chattanooga in the sustainable mobility space over these three days with programming and learning um, panels and interactive engagements even including a quantum boot camp. so um, for nice. for more learning. yes mm-hmm. so nice. um, we're, we're very excited about the three days. and and this will be the kickoff for our accelerator program that we will be announcing some details for at the end of the summit.
1: Okay, and I'm sure we'll be able to tag some show notes and have a lot yeah. of that post that we yeah. can explain yeah. to the, the listeners. That would that. be great. Tell me a little bit about I mean let's dig into Chattanooga a little bit further. Okay. So we we're sitting here filming this in Freight Alley. Um, yeah. Kind of the other moniker for the Freight Waves headquarters, but also because of the strength of large publicly traded trucking companies and just the ecosystem that's built around it from a startup innovation, whether that's freight forwarding, whether that's tech, whether that's data, uh, whether that's hardware solutions. Uh, and then Chattanooga's other unique offering, which is around connectivity. Um, yes. Gig City, yeah. right? Internet capability. Yeah. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about why, why that matters and maybe how those two complement each other?
0: Yeah, for sure. So like you mentioned, the strength of, of you know, the freight, logistics, um, warehousing industry that's here. I think the chamber list that we have 225 companies that are that are in Chattanooga in that industry. And then the the energy infrastructure, too, um, with EPB in yep. particular, TBA sort of down the road, but also in this is absolutely critical for us to meet some of the needs that we have around electrification and automation. We have to have a strong grid. We have to have an innovative energy partner, which to me is, was almost a, a term that's ironic. However, we have that here with EPB and they have just recently announced, which will be critical, I think for the, all of the data that will be collected and necessary for the, some of these innovations, um, the first commercially available quantum network um, that is here in Chattanooga, which is very exciting.
1: I don't even know what a quantum network means so I'm excited for the boot camp to understand a little bit more um, I imagine it would break my brain if I tried to compute the computing power of a quantum network but we know that autonomy requires a large amount of data we know that electrifying moving heavy trucks requires a lot amount a lots of energy yeah so it's good to hear that Chattanooga is yeah. already kind of set up for that yeah how did how do startups how does a vibrant startup community?
0: impact those technologies? I think it it's it's so critical that we have startups here that are that are have a place to further their innovations. So not just in terms of having access to you know the strength of industry on freight and logistics and we mentioned uh, you know, the, the grid and the electrification and the data side of that with our energy partners, but we have also strength of, of research here as well. So UTC has um, their Center for Urban Informatics and Progress has one of the only urban test beds for connected autonomous vehicles in the country. And the only city in the nation with the, with a smart corridor, which is in again, in an urban setting. So set up for and, and offered for startups to be able to test those innovations against that. So unique test beds that don't exist anywhere else in the world. And, and again, the invitation is to those companies to come here. So if you're in, in and have access to uh, subject matter expertise, and then also real live test beds. I think that that's it's it's critical. Mm-hmm. So our charge is, if anyone is any startup is working in this space, they're developing innovations in sustainable mobility, that Chattanooga should be the place that they look to come first.
1: Super exciting and very consistent with the success of other startup cities. Right, you think about obviously Silicon Valley as the area for tech entrepreneurs to go. Boston, if you're in healthcare, biomed. Um, Outside of that, and this is the whole premise of Steve um, Case's book, Rise of the Rest, is that outside of those sitters, you have industry expertise and you have angel investors and you have motivated townships that want to see job creation, that want to see innovation in their cities. And you need all of those pieces for those to grow. So does Chattanooga have that? I feel like you've mentioned a few already in university setting Mm -hmm. and specific Mm -hmm. access. Mm -hmm. Do we have um, enough investors here locally? We've got industry expertise. Do we have... Um, corporate buy-in for some of these solutions as well, because you need someone who's going to be your first customer. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think access to first customer is critical too. I would say that we have most of those pieces. And I think if you look around the the cities that you mentioned, if you look around the country at where innovations tend to happen, Mm -hmm. there is research and just you know there's a there's a heavy concentration of research that supports uh-huh. that and I do think that we have that not just with UTC but also with Oak Ridge National Labs down the road we, to your point we have industry and we have we have government backing in some way we need we need more investment here yeah. for sure 100% we need we need um, additional talent sources too so we're not we're not 100% there we're not even close to that but I do think that we have the burgeoning of yeah. what can be one of the strongest areas in the country, if not the world, for sustainable mobility. Not there yet, but I also am very excited about the fact that Steve Case will help us deliver that message that we yeah. we need corporate buy-in and we need investment dollars here too to, to support this.
1: And it seems like the city's behind that. Like 100%. the city has kind of intentionally, not kind of, the city has intentionally leaned into Absolutely. Great Alley, Gig City, all of these things, Absolutely. wanting people to come and bring jobs. And you've seen recent announcements in large manufacturing sites, car plants, EV, lithium extraction, yes. like Chattanooga yes. as a broader area is leaning really heavily to bring these types of companies and corporates here. So it, it seems like it's great timing.
0: I, I agree with that 100%. And that's one thing that I didn't mention. We do have, not just in Chattanooga, but across the state, we're setting ourselves up as, as a great place for electrification on the consumer side, which we didn't yeah. talk about, which is Volkswagen's electric hub is here and they're investing further. And so is the city and the state too, mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. Ford's Blue Oval City on the that's- other side of the state. So we, we do have the you know the beginnings of what again it's a very compelling competitive advantage in this space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really love getting yeah. into
1: this. You know, I want to talk about sustainable mobility a little bit more. Yeah. But can we can we tease out uh, maybe a few areas of interest or technologies that we should maybe double click into that we want startups to focus on? Like, where are the gaps that we're trying to resource innovation?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think particularly on the electrification side and the automation side is where we have um, some compelling benefits here. Yeah. There's there's not so much. I'm not. It wouldn't be. It would be it'd be a, just a mistake for me to say, okay, if we're looking at t- alternative fuel sources, that we have strength there. That's certainly not on the battery tech. I do think that we've got some some industry here that's burgeoning, which is really um, fascinating. With what the work that Novonix is doing, I don't know if you know much about them and their work with producing silicon. Um, synthetic graphite. Fascinating. Again, yeah. which needs a lot of energy, right? So being in a place that has clean energy, I think we've got 65% of the energy that's pulled here is renewable, but but probably more so in the electrification in the automation side, and maybe even more heavily on the, on the automation side with some of the research that's being done here too with the mm-hmm. Smart Corridor and um, the Center for Urban Informatics in Progress.
1: Do you think there's a bias towards um, urban mobility in this? I think if I'm thinking about the city, I would lean yes, because you. when I think autonomous or electrification, we see announcements all the time about a first AV corridors coming out for heavy duty trucking mm-hmm. especially. And they're all you know open areas, warm geography, basically LA down right. to Texas. You're right. Those are the yeah. test beds, but they're yeah. not the only ones. Right. Um, and we know that those trucks have to dock somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. Then they've got to make the last delivery. So yes. the, the question I think is, is that handing off to well, a local
0: driver or can we can we autonomously, electrically deliver that last mile too? I think for sure on the last mile, I think yeah. we're setting ourselves up for success there. But the expansion of the smart corridor, we were at eight intersections here, but mm-hmm. all urban, um, moving to 80 and then also including highway. So we will have further um, test beds for that, for for, for heavy freight, for sure, on, on the highway, which we haven't had before, sure. um, but certainly on the last mile. So that's, that's, Absolutely, a great point. Um, we are at, at outside of the urban environments, though. To your point, you know, where you're, where you're in the spaces where you've got long stretches of highway and you're not yeah. having to interact that much. But as we get become more sophisticated, coming into urban areas will be critical for how to how are we successful there.
1: And I would think you'd probably rather test an AV going over the Smoky Mountains before you go to the Rocky Mountains if we're trying to pull some of that east. So yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: we've we've got some strides to make for sure, yes.
1: Start working towards your lower carbon goals today with Chevron Renewable Energy Group's Endura Fuels, a complete line of quality renewable fuel solutions available now. To learn more, visit regi.com. Let's talk tech, because Chattanooga is also a big tech town. So we think about um, how the role software and developers and development will play in um, reducing emissions from freight and logistics. There's already a lot of, um, I would say innovation in the space around even some age old practices that are just around good practice conservation. Like don't be wasteful, don't drive empty. If you don't have to, you're gonna make more money by reloading and triangulating and getting better data to help you operate your business more efficiently. That can all be done through improved software and enhanced algorithms, and even dare I say AI. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Where, yeah, where do we critical. think software is
0: going to play a role in that? It's it's a great question, and I think that there there are tremendous um, strides that need to be made there. But just to your point, I mean, there just there's some good old fashioned best practices that need to be in place, and those okay. and those will not go away. So how do we advance that? certainly AI is, um, is exciting. Everyone's talking about it. And um, dare I say that I've, you know, I'm leaning in very heavily on chat GPT, but that outside of that, how do we, how do we set ourselves up for success in terms of making those decisions, right? How are we going to let computers learn for us? And, and then give, and let those reins loose too. So I think it plays a critical role, but I'm, and I'm not sure that I know exactly in terms of my crystal ball where that's, yeah. gonna, where that's gonna fill out, but all of those pieces from best practices that we've learned from to where do we go future forward with artificial intelligence and learning. Super
1: exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. We're we're gonna release uh, the show notes that have tags to the accelerator program. Uh, Maybe this is a good opportunity to lean in and kind of say what we can already about it when it's coming, what we anticipate. If you're a startup listening to this and you want to get involved in Freight Alley, Gig City and Impact for Sustainable Mobility, why should they be paying attention to what CoLab's doing?
0: CoLab has um, just announced a new accelerator program that we will start this fall. So um, September 11th, we'll run our, our first Sustainable Mobility Accelerator 10-week program of which we will be recruiting uh, six teams into a, a very intensive um, partner-focused accelerator that um, with access to, to pilot and access to first customer with some really compelling partners. So we're very excited about that. Applications have opened um, on May the 10th. So we're ready to start um, uh, looking at applications and, and that recruitment process and selection.
1: Super exciting. I can't wait to follow along. And that's at, we'll put this in the show notes, but uh, the website where people can learn more about that is?
0: collab.co. Okay. C-O-L-A-B dot C-O.
1: Perfect. That is so exciting. It's really exciting to hear that this is happening with Colab. Who's involved in it though? You said access to pilot, access to first customers. Can you share a little bit about, I know we're in Freight Alley, so there's probably some large names that would jump out to people, but um, instead of names, what sort of industries are we gonna be impacting?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, so for sure, Freight Logistics, Supply Chain, um, 3PL, just based yes. again on the strength of whom we can you know, partner these teams with to further their innovations, give them a way to test those in and, and, um, and real life. Uh, Environments, so whether that's in a in a in a real live warehouse space or on a on a test bed with energy partners or with research partners, so the, certainly those areas. But even on the consumer side, f- consumer electrification advancements, mm-hmm. um, artificial intelligence, and even even on in the quantum space. So again, we talked a little bit about this, but what will be needed in order to to um, Process the immense amounts of data that automation is coming, we'll, we will need that. So, working in tandem with the quantum network and some of the test beds and, and our our industry partners will be able to give startups access to to really not just test in a lab, not theoretical, but in in real world environments. Is the is the application scaling? Can it scale? Mm-hmm. Is it something that consumers will buy? And then how do we, how do I then get one of the world's, you know, best customers to say, yes, I'm willing to partner with that, which is critical for a startup. Yeah, that's always
1: the yeah. gap is finding yeah. enterprise connectivity where you can actually not just prove the concept, but find that first customer that can help it scale.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Will
1: that be kind of a natural progression for these firms? So, um, I'm assuming these are not uh, idea university rounds. That these are some established companies yes. that either have a first customer or have some form of pilot yeah. or MVP. Um, and the expectation coming out of this accelerator after those connections would be scaling the technology, moving through those like maybe earlier fundraising rounds to help drive some scale.
0: You're exactly right. So we're we're not on the ideation side, so or on the you know the IP side. But I've, we were looking for teams that are that are post revenue or an imminent path to revenue, have a, an MVP and and a team in place. So a little bit different in terms of, you mm-hmm. know, size and scale and where they are in readiness, and that the resources that we have will help them get to that next level. And then they're graduating out and, the, and they're on their way, hopefully staying in Chattanooga. Yes. We'll be casting a pretty wide net, national, if not international <clears throat> for companies to come here. And again, I think the reasons are pretty compelling of, of why they should,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This yeah. is so exciting. Um. We're thrilled. I, I geek out on sustainable mobility, and I'm looking forward to the summit over the next couple of days. I'm sure we'll learn a lot and have yeah. a lot to share. I'm
0: so glad you're here with us, Well, thank Tyler. you. Thank yeah. you.
1: I do it because it's motivating to me, which leads me to my next question <laughs> that I ask every guest is, if you're waking up every day and you're going to work as a CEO of a sustainable mobility startup accelerator, what's the personal motivation? You talked about Tasia 3.0 already, but yeah. like, why is this yeah. focus of sustainable mobility beyond just what Chattanooga has to offer? Why does it matter to Tashia?
0: Yes. So um, you talk about geeking out. Yeah. I'm for sure a nerd. So like yeah. if you if you put me in any situation where I'm learning something new, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. But I also think that focus is tremendously important. So I've always and never been a product person in my other two point, you know, other careers, but focusing yeah. on where our strengths are makes all the sense in the world. And the strengths that we have here, I'm going to use a strong word, demand that we that we support this industry that we have. Yep. So that that is, is exciting to me, is looking at where we have our strengths and, and then highlighting those, shining the spotlight on that and seeing that in itself grow in scale is the same as watching a company grow in scale. So I'm in a position mm-hmm. now, Tyler, that's, that is fascinating to me because I've only and ever been you know, a founder and working in startups and helping businesses grow and scale personally. Now I'm on the other side of the fence where I'm helping other people do what I've spent a career doing. So I can't, I couldn't be more excited than, than to be in that space, but then also to lean into something again, which exemplifies where we as a city can excel. So in aggregate, we have here just a tremendous amount of resources that we can share. And I want to share those you know with with the country and, and and at at large but really with our city and just and, and again watch that grow in scale so in a way we're we're a scalable business as a city in this space yeah. and then we're helping those companies scale within that another silo so that is um dude and that's where my lights go off that's electric for me yeah, yeah.
1: I like that. That yeah. I may steal that. That's electric for me. <laughs> That's a great way to close it. It's uh, It's an exciting time. I'm glad you're at the helm of it. I'm excited to see what happens in the city and with these companies that come out of this effort. So thank you for sharing your time with me today. Good luck at the summit Thanks, over Tyler. the next few days. Thank and we'll uh, We'll have to have a, a post recap maybe at the end of the year, Christmas special where we look back and see how everything went.
0: Uh, a Christmas special, yeah. but I like that. As <laughs> long as I Christmas, can wear a Santa, Santa Claus suit. suit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so good. Well, thank you again. Okay,
0: thank you, Tyler. I appreciate it.
1: Start working toward your lower carbon goals today with Chevron Renewable Energy Group's Endura Fuels, a complete line of quality renewable fuel solutions, available now. To learn more, visit regi.com. ...dollars of waste in supply chains today. The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates
0: are taking very seriously. To meet these objectives, they're going to have to take into consideration CO2 emissions.